All right. Something What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Random Car Guys. Um, Heath is back. We're doing another one together this time. A lot of COVID nonsense has left me to be doing them on my own through Zoom, which has been great for me. Um, but we're back, back in the same room. Got a cool guest today. We think he's cool. He probably think, doesn't think he's as cool as he is, but... He definitely thinks he's cool. Uh, <laughs> Brett Boone is our guest today. Um, currently, I mean, you've had a new 720S for two weeks? About four now. Oh, it's about four. Coming up on four. This week okay. it's three and three and a half. And it's been like blown up in the whole Facebook pages. Every time you drive it, I was like, oh, it's back. It's back. It still doesn't have a tag on it. Oh, now it does have a tag on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was but, predicting it would, it would have that effect yeah. uh, with the color and uh, the fact that I daily drive it. Um, you're going to get seen. I mean, I'm driving it all over this, you know, the, this city, going on listing appointments, doing real estate business. And uh, yeah, you run into a lot of people, yeah, especially at gas stations. And that's been kind of a unique token of yours, like going back ever since like the first sports car you bought. There's always been the intention of daily driving it, taking it to everything. It's kind of been part of your persona, no? Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I don't know. I was always one of those guys, if you're gonna get a car and you don't enjoy it, then I get the idea of like trying to preserve it. You know, my wife buys like real nice shoes, but she doesn't wear them because she wants to preserve them. And she puts it and that drives me crazy. I'm the opposite. So when she gets in the car, she's always worried about wearing it down and like driving slow because of the shocks and the bumps and everything. I'm like, no, you got to use the car. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I feel bad by not using it. Um, and just try to take as best care I can of the car at the same time. Um, just, yeah, putting it through its paces, you know, take, putting a lot of miles on it. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, my, my Lamborghini, I only had that one for two years and put 30,000 miles on it in two years. And like, that was insane. I drove that literally every day. I had one backup car when it was like a tornado was going to come. But other than that, I drove it every day. It was a stick too. Yeah, it was a stick and it was rear wheel drive. I mean, I drove it in the rain and snow. Yeah. And like, it was almost hard to believe when you would see you out like randomly on the highway numerous times, especially when I first got to know you, I'd shoot you a text when I did see you. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's where you had to kind of shake your head off. Oh, man, dude yeah. really does drive it everywhere no matter what. I have, everything. I have a picture of it stuck in the snow, <laughs> like like literally stuck in the snow. Yes, um, I remember that. Uh -huh. Did you? So, was it naturally four wheel drive, and you took it out, or did you buy it taken out? Put I it bought it taken out, but I got the uh, the front differential and the drive shaft. So I could convert it back at any time. Uh, okay. So it was like weight savings, and with like five hundred motor horsepower, you don't need all wheel yeah. drive. It, it, it's no. you can spin it if you want, but I mean, as long as you're rolling and you're in second or above, like it's going to hook yeah. with any type of you know. Yeah. tires on it it's gonna stick was that like the first big car purchase for you the first yeah. big oh like mm. i'm pushing myself out a little bit by getting this yeah absolutely i mean so the the first car i ever had and i still have it was when i was 16 all right i'm sorry the first car we got was when it was a 1975 chevy pickup truck that my dad and i got when i was 14 and we built that so i was like used to like building like old carbureted engines and like sitting in the engine bay and like being able to like actually work on the car you know because of these old cars yeah and so i was used to that and then I, my second car was a 1996 pontiac trans am lt1 and i got that when i was 16 i still have that car That's and so that was what i drove and i held on to my entire childhood and then once i got into real estate and i kind of became independent i was driving like a car that it was in our family i was driving an infinity like I 30. It was just like, it was, it was nothing. And I like had this itch that I needed another car because it had been a long, long time since I'd owned anything that was even fun since basically high school, mm -hmm. you know, I hadn't really driven the car. Um, and that's whenever I start, I thought I wanted a CLS, uh, 63, 
when the Mercedes, when those came out, I was like, that's yeah. a real estate related car. I can have fun and it's still like professional. And like, that's kind of where my head was at. Yeah. And I went down to the Mercedes dealership downtown, the used one, and they had a V10 BMW M6 that was for sale. And I'd never seen one before. I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. And right, that was, it was it. I was done. And I went shopping for them online. And so that was my, that was my first like cool car I got as an adult. You know, I'm like in my, uh, yeah. it was black too. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was yeah, like black. my mid twenties. It was all black. And I was like, this will be a good daily driver. And it has the, I wanted like the luxury and I wanted the performance. So I had like the upgraded stereo and it was like mm-hmm. the air conditioned seats and soft closed oh, yeah. doors. Like I wanted all the comfort stuff, but I wanted to like, you know, be able well, to have the V10 sounds, sounds so good. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. And so like, that was my biggest, that was, that was what really got me in, in the adult world into like my first big boy car and like being able to see like how depreciation, I mean, this was, uh, the sticker was 110,000 new on that car. Mm-hmm. I bought it with 17,000 miles on it for 55. And like, I was like, holy cow, 17,000 miles on it. (laughs) You know, I was like, unbelievable. And so I've always bought well. I sold it for a little bit less than what I, what I ended up uh, uh, paying for it and put a ton of miles on it. But that was my first like actual, like I thought was a big boy car. Like when I got that, I was freaking out, you Mm -hmm. know, driving home, like didn't want to touch, like just not doing anything. Just drive, put straight. No, I'm not going to break this thing. I felt like I was in like a, you know, I was flying a butterfly or something. It was fragile modded it straight away uh yeah so i got back and it was uh springs uh spacers the usual kind of stance stuff uh, tint everything out um you know black out all the markers and stuff Mm -hmm. the taillights and then from there i've always been been a big car audio fan so i've i actually used to compete whenever i was 16 in my trans am i had 312s and like 2000 watts for like back in like (laughs) like like 99, like, like 2001. Yeah. 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 And it was like, I would actually go and do like decibel contests. And so it was something that, you know, I thought I was like, I'm an adult. I've got this nice car. And like, I have this itch to like, I want to throw some stereo system yeah. stuff in here. So like I go to audio plus and again, it's like, I'm an adult now and I can make my own decisions and I can buy whatever the hell I want. And so like, <laughs> I got hi-fi now, not yeah, sound yeah. system, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, hi-fi. Now yeah. the stereo already had the, the upgraded, um, what was it like the Harman Kardon sure. you know stereo yeah. in it and then I added like this huge digital designs 12 inch subwoofer with like a 2000 watt amp and like and so that's like started so back then everything was like humongous yeah it took it, up the yeah. whole trunk yeah. and it did it and it's just kind of followed uh, so yeah I had that modified it I put a tune on it um, lowered it the wheels tires stereo system um, and it was just that was pretty much it yeah. I mean, and it was just a bl- oh a full exhaust I had full exhaust intake yeah, it was pretty loud. So you kind of run full on into all the things that people are usually concerned about. Okay, so yeah, there's huge appreciation, so you can get a great deal on it. But man, what happens? It's out of warranty. It's a high-end car. What if it breaks? You didn't care about that. And no. You didn't care about the Lambo. Have you actually had a lot of like any kind of reliability issues? No, or? I've been so lucky. So, so awesome. like the like the first M6, that thing was bulletproof. I mean, it was a completely stock car, and I abused it. Like, seriously. I mean, it even had launch control on it. You could just launch mm-hmm. the crap out of that thing. And it had the single clutch transmission, even with all the modifications and just uh, launching it. That's surprising. That's probably the most surprising yeah. part. The yeah. single disc clutch just held up. I mean, and I forgot. I put like, I think almost, I had that car for like three or four years, put like 40, 45,000 miles on it. And, uh, probably hard miles. Yeah, really hard. Yeah. I mean, that was that was my only car. I drove yeah. that every yeah. single day. So that thing saw all the weather. It saw everything. Um, but I love that car. Yeah. I love that car. So you got into cars because you and your dad would build cars. 
you would build the truck, right? Well, yeah. So I mean, was I, when it, I, I say mean, building, you know, I, like, yeah. What was like? What's your earliest car memory then? Before building truck, building it was like truck. Four, fourteen. Um, yeah. Before that, I mean, it was when you were a kid. We had all like the road and track magazines, and yeah. I have pictures of my brother's room. And there's literally from like the ceiling to the floor, we would cut out every cool car, and then we'd staple it to the wall. Yeah. And it was yeah. a nightmare when we were older because like it destroyed the <laughs> wall. Like yeah, there was literally like a thousand it's staples. Like someone take the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to take the whole yeah. wall down. Yeah, uh, but it was like I remember like even like this like when the Zonda came out like the Pagani mm. I was mm. like what is that you know yeah. and just having those like when the you know the Countach was the coolest car and then like the Murcielago was just like the next like the wildest thing this is before like YouTube was out so you couldn't yeah, hear yeah. them you couldn't see them you go to the back of road mode, you know motor trend or road and track whichever one had all the quarter mile slip times in yep. the back and all the speed and you're like that right. was everything man. yeah it yeah. was like and yeah. it was every zero to sixty there were, you know, every single metric you could yeah. and you know I'd always go back there and take a look at that but because you guys didn't have top gear like we did back home in the 90s no and you grew up in the 2000s city right yeah was where like yeah because there's not much else to do here so you're gonna be a car guy you know sports or outdoors like i was a cabela's catalog and then yeah all like the road and track and the car and driver magazines yeah that was it that was like summit magazine had the permanent prescriptor like uh what do you call it uh subscription subscription for that for years i would always look in that but um yeah that was that was my I started whenever I was about 14 years old. Yeah. But I always loved cars before that, you know, car magazines. Um, and it was kind of wild because as the progression, you kind of grow over time. My wife always jokes about this because whenever we first started dating, like in my mind, I was like, okay, Corvette is like the pinnacle. Like, and I justified <laughs> it. I was like, okay, it's the most affordable, right. fastest, like compromise. Like, That's what I am like with a Mustang GT350. Yeah. yeah. And this was yeah. like, yeah. keep in mind, totally this was like, this was back in like 2000, like, Five, two thousand six. I'm like twenty two. And that 20, was the thing, though. Yeah, twenty three years old, and I was like, "All right, Z06, like that's it." And I didn't realize that it was. I I didn't realize this till recently that like the reason that that was like my ceiling. Like I, I saw these other cars, but like I never saw myself being able mm. to have someone who had like a BMW or a Mercedes or a BMW or a you know a Lamborghini or even a, a McLaren. Like I didn't. I was like, that's cool, but like. I never saw myself sure. like being capable and I didn't know that. That was like subconscious, kind of like being like, hey, Corvettes, like that's your limit, dude. Like that's yeah. like, you get that, like you're done. Like you've made it. Like there's nothing else above that for you. And as time goes on and you start, you know, pushing through these barriers and you start pushing yourself and as opportunities come, it's like, okay, you, you can realize whenever I went into like that dealership and I saw that like I could get a $110,000 car for like, Fifty thousand dollars, fifty-five thousand, and like it was like an eight hundred and fifty dollar payment. I was like, oh god. But I was like, but I was like, it's doable. You yeah. know, like I didn't know like what the metrics were. And when you look yeah. closely at it, and you're like, oh, you need to save this much. This is what your payment would be. This is how fast they're depreciating. And once you like understand it, then you can make like a smart decision. And like I didn't have that information. I was just saying, okay, that's something I can never afford. And I didn't mm-hmm. know the details. And I remember, I got, I had literally like it was like this like feeling you get when you're like your heart skips a beat and you have like, mm-hmm. I, I went to the Mercedes dealership whenever I had back in 2009 and, uh, I still remember him. Will Perry. He's still a sales guy. Uh, I think he's at Porsche now. Nice. Um, but he got me pre-approved for like a $70,000 car, uh, this new CLS. And I was like, you're serious. Like you would let me buy that car. And like, yeah, like your credit was okay. And everything I was like, no, this isn't, I was like, where's the, like, the, I thought it was a joke. Like, yeah. World's changed. yeah. Yeah. And so this is like, uh, 
if you can't tell, this is like my first car I've ever financed. So like I grew up super late. So like I was, I wasn't used to like buying cars. Like this is my first time in a car dealership yeah. and with, you know, no history of car purchasing power at all. And right at 70 grand. That's good. That's awesome though. Yeah. I mean, it was a lease. It was a lease, yeah. you know, Sorry. but it was, but it was being introduced by like, Hey, like, yeah, you, you could like, you could do this. This is doable. And then like, whenever that, that first M6 came, it was like, I freaked out. I mean, I remember the whole drive home. I drove down to, uh, what was it? Um, in Texas, Fort, not Fort something. Um, it was right outside of Dallas and I picked it up and I just remember the whole ride home. I was like freaking out. Like, what am I doing in this car? I was like, I don't belong in this mine. car. Yeah. It's not mine. I shouldn't be in this car. Like, what did I do? I did something bad. Somebody, yeah, yeah something happened. Yeah. And it just, it's just like the, the progression, the steps, like you just go from that. And whenever you get like, go to the Lamborghini, it was Ooh. like, like that was no, and it ended up becoming the new normal. It was like, that was like the biggest life changer for me. When I saw that, yeah. I was like, now I, I got to this point. It's like, if I can do that, cause that was like a big down payment that mm -hmm. was, you know, had to like really go find the right financing options. Cause there's like, they don't do dealer yeah. financing. It's like your world starts right. to shrink real quickly in when you want to get into that world. Yeah. And when I started peeking my head into it, I was like, okay, this is doable, but it's not as easy as this other one. The other yeah. one was like, you walk in and they're like, Hey, you got, you know, five grand in your pocket. Like we'll get you in this car. Yeah, they can't, you don't leverage as much yeah. on the yeah. supercar. And then you get to that and they're like, yeah, we want like 20, 30% down because it's, you've never bought something like this before. You don't, you've never yeah. had this kind of purchasing power. So like we want mm -hmm. a huge down payment. And I was like, all right, deuces. See you guys like not going to happen. Yeah. And then I just put it on my list, like my to-do list. I was like, all right, we're just going to start chipping away. And then whenever I was like, when I hit that goal and it was like, got that. I remember when I saw that car, I flew out to Maryland to go to go do a pre-purchase inspection on it. And I remember seeing it. And I like, I just like got weak. I was like, what I like, I was like, what is this thing? Cause you see it in person and yeah. you're like, it's like, well, I've never seen, I've never been in one. I've never, I've seen them, but yeah. like, I never experienced it. And was like, that's actually going to come home with me. Yeah. And that was like, okay, I think, I can do, I, I, you, I, you start seeing yourself as someone who can do more, who can, okay. who can accomplish more, who can have more. And so these cars for me are like these stepping stones for like personal growth. For me, that's what they represent. Mm -hmm. Like if other people like them, great. But for me, it's, it's very important whenever I see something, it's like, for me, it just represents a, a, a goal that I've achieved. Yeah. I mean, the McLaren was a two year goal. If you go into my office right now, there's a picture of that exact car mm. on a dream board that I had two years ago. And I was supposed to make a new one this year, but I didn't because I didn't hit my last year's goals. I didn't get the car. Mm. And if you go over there and look at it, there's a big X right mm. through it that I knocked it out. And it was like, that's what this car is. It's not like, Hey, I want to go have a fun car. Like this has been a two year grind after like looking into the financials, mm. making it work with my wife and our business. And you know, this is a big expense. And like, if you're running a business smart, you still have to have enough to run a company and even have COVID hit and you have to be able to pay everybody and still run and, mm. you know, have this huge overhead. You can't throw a car in the mix and have that be, get you in a, in a bad financial yeah. position. So it has to be on top of all that. So like, the person you have to be, you have to grow and develop yourself in order mm -hmm. to even get the car. Like I got to build this side of the business towards that where it's secure so I can have that freedom to go do this over here. And that is growth. Like yeah. the car is a side effect of like my growth that yeah. I've kind of committed to. Yeah. So that's what the cars do for me now. It's just like these things. It's just a goal. Yeah. Like I just want to go get it. 
Yeah. Well, we people, like car people understand that. Like people listening, mm. I mean, they might not be listening to this because not, you know, they're not car people, but like, you know, some, some friends of mine, they love golf, right? And I do too, but their version of goals is going on a golf trip to St. Andrews or going to the masters or whatever it is. Like that's something. And guests we've had on in the past have said the same thing. Like I think even Kyle said it yesterday. Like, you know, that's, that's how you motivate yourself and move forward is by, picking goals that like okay yeah. i will work towards this and it's because like i want to a great side effect it's not just the accomplishment you like actually if you're a car guy you enjoy the car it has like oh, this yeah. dual effect it's like because yeah. you're in it you're enjoying it and the enjoyment you're enjoying it even more than you would if because you earned it you mm-hmm. know there's like that dual effect that you get in it so when you're in it, it's like okay and i still shock myself i'll sit in that car because i can remind myself you know time goes by so fast i'll be sitting in that car and i'll just be like i am way far away from where I was 10 years ago. Yeah. And it's like that reminder. And it's just like, it's really humbling to like, th- mm-hmm. this is like, I don't deserve to be in this. Like, this is wild. This is a whole nother level that I wish I would have, when I was younger, saw myself like had that, that, Quarter. that, yeah. that vision, because I see the people who have that belief that are instilled mm-hmm. when they're young, they're going to be able to get to this place much faster if they believe in themselves when they're younger. That's I really just fight and learn through, like, mm. yeah, fight through it. That's really started sticking out later you go. You know, you, you kind of figure out the people that figure that out sooner, the yeah. better, you know, but it's just, you just never know when it's going to kick in based off of everything yeah. that person goes through. But that, and a lot of people look at the chasing a car thing. It's, God, it's so stupid. You know, the money, you're going to lose it. And, you know, from the outside, but it's amazing when that's the thing that you are passionate about, you're going to find a way to make it work. And it's not just you, just within the group. And that's been cool being up here since 2012 and seeing the entire group go up. I mean, there's a group of like 20 solid guys that have gone from average normal people to super car or multi supercar owners in a short amount of time. And you'd say the growth window really that happened was probably more like a three year period of time to where things insane. blew up for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. And I've not hit mine, but it's been really cool to watch. And, and you just, you take a lot of confidence to know that it can absolutely be done. And you see, and I've seen it done in a bunch of different ways. You know, from guys that are making sixty-five and seventy thousand dollars a year salaries, that then get a second job doing real estate, been smart with investments. It's just amazing how people can get there. It's you crazy know, that the, you're right. There's a big group of us that are all just growing, and and it's. I've been a. I was taught this a long time ago, and it's it's crazy because it's the you're the average of the five people the people the five people that you're closest to mm-hmm. that you spend the most time with yeah. something like that. And I didn't really have much belief in that for a long time and it is insane how uh how that is and it's like for me you have to be very um selective of how you spend your time and who you spend it with and a lot of people neglect that and they just say yes to everything and like that's been a huge growth for me is like who do i spend my time with am i spending time with people who are pulling me down bringing me up um you know i want to be around people who are where i want to be you know Mm -hmm. not where i'm where i'm at And definitely not people that are going to tear you down. You got to get rid of that real quick. But that group has been, has definitely offered that. It's just like, you see it and you're, it's, you get infected by it. It's like, he can do it. It it encourages like that, that thought, like you said, if you can do it, I can do it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, we can all do it. And everybody is doing it. And you're seeing these, like these cars. And it's like, I went to coffee and cars yesterday. I was like, it's nuts. What what is going (laughs) on in Oklahoma? It was insane. Walking around there was, and I haven't been to them. I haven't been a lot, especially at the new, this is the first one. I think you had yeah. been to the first one. No, this is the first one at the new location. Yeah, it did. It felt completely different. Uh, it was wild seeing these people that, I mean, just Elliot rolling up. He used to have Lambo doored Mustang. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and then he's, he's, he's sold half the supercars that are sitting there, you know, from mm-hmm. guys out of town who knows what, selling 40, 50 cars a month. It's, it's really unbelievable. It's unreal. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So it's a special thing. And it's cool that cars are 
the middle of all that. It's sure. weird that we're all roughly the same age and like all like to do the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's all, you know, street car related, you know. We are a stuff. lot more responsible and a lot less fun. Yeah, I yeah, I like the responsible Like you were back in the day. Yeah. No, that's it is because every time we go for a cruise, you always you can count on Andy Nelson to call the drivers oh, yeah. meeting, and it's yeah. like everybody over there. It's like Brett, get your ass over here. I'm like, yeah. what? He's like, you can't do this, you can't do that, and you got to do this. I'm like, yes, sir. All yeah. right. I mean, it's and it's yeah, it's grown men doing stupid stuff, being safe about it as you can. Right. So yeah, but trying to explain it to people, and, and they're like, God, that sounds so irresponsible. I know there's some of the most successful, responsible people that just have. I, I guess really irresponsible habits. I don't know. Yeah, how to well, no, it, when you like, well. when you've done it for so long, I guess. I mean, <laughs> there's rules at it, and just because you're all doing a hundred mile an hour, it doesn't mean that there's not rules at it. Like, let the person out in front of you if they want to come out, and all the rest of the stuff that you guys do. Like, any, yeah. it's not like you just started doing it. You've been doing this for a long time. Oh yeah, and it's and I remember you telling me about when you guys went to Austin. Mm-hmm. Like the whole cruise you went to Austin, that was that I was pretty that special, was insane. Right? <laughs> yeah, that Brad was, was so me much fun. I mean, we were at like four. I don't think it was like four o'clock in the morning. We're like in Norman, yeah. you know, with like a string of fifteen cars doing one forty, one fifty, trying to chase Andy down, and I'm in my M six with my brother, you know got half a red bull in me and it's like or like you can't see <laughs> anything it's pitch dark and it's just like there's this like this stream of light yeah. flying down the highway yeah. we got down there quick that was a quick flight Man, i really enjoyed some long uh i want to ask you a, a series of stories about uh real estate and supercars i feel like that would be oh, yeah. into, but, oh, yeah. um, well actually yeah no let's just get into that that'd be much more interesting than what i was gonna even say so real estate king license plate on the lambo yeah I'm sure there was some fun stories in the M6, but like, I, you've got to have some weird client interactions. Typical Lambo owner. Who knows what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, with that. So whenever you daily, daily drive it, looking back on it, it's like one of those things where it's like, God, that was such an arrogant, like, cocky, like. But you knew it though. Well, I, and I did at that, like, you and that's what I'm saying. Like, and also, that. paint the picture for people listening who don't know you. You're in bodybuilding. Uh-huh. You're not small. Like, you're very like. You know, strong a strong personality. Yeah. You had the slick hair at the time too, yeah, I did. right? Yeah. Like in the big pants. Yeah. You're always in a suit, massive cast, right? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I saw you walk into the office. I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, and Chad's that. like, oh, it's Brett. He crushes it. There's like, a thing. And then, yeah. I, and, I, <laughs> and then I hit the car, and I was like, yeah, that that, that makes There's sense. There's definitely like, like, you were not supposed to be in Oklahoma. You're supposed to be in like Miami somewhere. Right? It was <laughs> a different look. Yeah, that was that, I mean, that was like I said, that was a, a really fun time, but. Um, God, yeah. When I had that guy, like, looking back on it, it's kind of, you know, embarrassing a little bit because it's, it's, you know, it's something I wouldn't do. I wouldn't repeat that. It's just too little, too cocky. But that was. Uh, yeah. But would you be the same where you were without all that? No, no. Oh, I, wouldn't, I don't regret yeah. it. I don't regret yeah. it at all. But it's one of those things like, man, because it just got it, it got so much attention. And it, it was, uh, I mean, you just pull up to a house. and My mom knew who you were. Yeah. Right. From being completely, not even working. She's in real estate, but completely separate sides of the city, not even in the same groups. And she's yeah. like, oh, no, I know, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Customers and clients loved it. I would drive it around everywhere and go to listing appointments all over the city and meet with sellers. And it was uh, many, many, many uh, rides. You know, clients would be like, hey, like, mm-hmm. let's, you know, let's go for a ride. You know, let's, after you sell my house, let's I'm go. I'm going to show this yeah. clip to Taryn and she's going to be like, you're not, you're not, I'm getting a car and I'm getting Lamborghinis. Well, I mean, it was never a question. It's 6%, 7%, 8%. Yeah. What is just go for a ride. There was, there is, there is that side effect because I didn't realize that is the, once the amount of attention that that car mm-hmm. gets you, you, you have a lot of conversations that you normally would not have yeah. with people because they would never approach you. You get that car, you're going to be approached by people yeah. that are curious. And then if how you handle those conversations 
many of them turned into uh, some sort of appointment where I was going to be able to help them with the real estate goals yeah. and make a friendship out of it. And so it was, uh, like every time I was like, this car's paying for itself. Yeah. It really is. Like it's, so it's good. just from the, you know, you, you, people approach you. Like I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. You want to buy a house? Cool. I'll you know, sell. Cool. Let's do it. Yeah. And they want to be associated with it. They think right. it's like, you know, they think it's cool. Like, Hey, my agent has a Lambo. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, that could be a perspective difference too, from, you know, people look at it, think it's a, irresponsible, immature type thing, right? And they go, yeah. oh, that's so dumb. And, and the attention you're going to get is going to be negative. So you can definitely assume yeah. that people would say that, but it's, it's often the complete opposite, right? Because if you have the perspective of understanding that that wasn't something you were given, you had to work extremely mm-hmm. hard. So the people yeah. that do have money are going to respect and understand that. Yep. Whole different world. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, from a marketing perspective. Like, yeah, no, it's it like had the, the exact best, opposite yeah. because everybody asked me the same thing. You know, what kind of, you know, did it turn people off? Did it upset people? Were they, you know, thought it was... You know, unnecessary, and it was the exact opposite. Everybody yeah. was just super cool, and I loved it. And I think it's because I wasn't, you know, I didn't carry myself like a jerk. You know, if I was going to be a you jerk, were genuine. yeah, I mean, yeah. if I was going to like be a jerk and dry, you know, it, then it would, yeah, it would be yeah. a bad mix. But I was awesome and friendly to everybody. It was like I take their kids and family members for rides, and you know, yeah. I used it as like I enjoy that other people enjoy right. it because I didn't have that when I was younger. So it's like. If someone is going to let you go ride in someone's car, it's like, that's That's a big deal. Oh yeah. So like, and I get it. So people really appreciated that. Yeah. I I remember my like first time that actually happened for me as a kid, a friend Mm -hmm. of mine who helped me out with golf was had Ferraris and loves Ferraris. And I was heading back to the States to play golf out here. And he's like, where are you? And I just called him to say, Hey, like I'm heading back. Thanks for the summer. I really, you know, thanks for helping me out again and with golf and stuff, you know, I'm leaving tomorrow. And he said, "Uh, where are you? I'll come and get you. I just got a new car. Like I'm, um, downtown like oh okay I'll be there in 20 minutes and he pulls up in this brand new 458 that he he'd taken his California in for a, like a, a maintenance and they'd given him the demonstrator to a brand new 458 and he left with the 458 because he loved it so much wow. and I remember that just like parking in the middle of the street and he's like looking in the rearview mirror no one's here puts it launch control and floored it I'm like yes <laughs> this is amazing yeah. like you know and I was like 20 21 years old thinking you know and that was not a kid but kind of that experience it me you know I still remember it today it's it's just you don't forget stuff like that as a yeah. kid, do you? I remember yeah. when things really were weird here in Oklahoma City when I had a, a big kind of eye-opening. We were at, I remember we were all wanting to go somewhere else more. We spent so much money on crap getting ready for a race that it was a big group of us. This was Sean Harmon was out, and I remember who else was there, but some guys don't hardly come around anymore. But we went to IHOP. I got a cheat meal in real quick, right, before we go out and street race all night. And Reza shows up with that first Aventador. Mm-hmm. Just rolls in, mm-hmm. sits down, couple mm-hmm. scrambled eggs, you yep. know, and we're talking about the dumbest stuff. And we're mm-hmm. talking about kid stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And you're just weird and we walk out in the parking lot and then there's all these cars, there's probably like half a million dollars worth of cars, and then Reza pulls up and you're like, I don't I'm like yeah. 26. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just it was a weird, really weird thing, but I did that possibilities kind of started changing there. Yeah. You know, and I started looking at things differently and started having different conversations anyway. Yeah. A, back cool to what thing. Heath I think was trying to get out with the Lambo thing earlier. Did you have any like people like bad, like just screaming at you, spitting at the car? Any bad experiences? Not really. The bit, only thing was, is it was straight pipe. There was no cats and there was no mufflers. <laughs> and I mean, it was loud. Yeah, it was so loud. So, I mean, it was, it, it was literally, there was no restriction and it was yeah. just a tube on each side. Just Screaming straight manifold out the back. next to you a couple of times and my loud car was not as loud <laughs> as yours. And the resonance between the two, I had to yeah. roll the window up and go over a lane. Yeah. And we were just yeah. cruising. Like it wasn't. It's ball. Oh, yeah. It's that deep. Yeah. yeah. It's like ear piercing sound. That would probably be the, the biggest one is like at full throttle. If you pass somebody like they are going to them. like, 
like jerk off the road. I mean, it, it, it sounds like an, a jet flew an inch over your head when you're on the highway. It was that loud. But other than it just being super loud, uh, no, they're, they're, I, I didn't get much complaints. It was like the thing was so low. I like I slammed that thing and it was just horrible for Oklahoma Road. So I was always like my back was always hurting in that car. <laughs> the suspension was horrible on it. You know, I had these big 20 inch tires on it. So yeah. they're like real thin tires and uh training for a bodybuilding competition waddling out of the gym crawling <laughs> in that yeah. i remember that yeah. driving that thing yeah. and it was yeah leg day yes yeah. yeah falling into it because it's so low because your legs are hurting yeah that thing was i got beat up yeah so what's next next car next whatever what's next oh man right now i'm, I'm sitting pretty good um i want to really focus on business stuff but ultimately i think that you know, right now we're out of garage space. So like my, we have a two car garage, so we're, we're going to be building a house and, um, hopefully have a four or five car garage. Cause I want to be able, I still have my Trans Am from when I was 16 down in storage down in, uh, uh downtown Oklahoma. And my goal is I want to pull that out and I want to just redo the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, new engine, motor, transmit, just everything. Yeah, you have to the LT one thing. Yeah. yeah. going to get rid of that. <laughs> we're going to go to LS, but I want to keep the LT one bodies. I like, I want to keep that body. Like the car mm-hmm. has like sentimental value. And so I want to completely redo that car and have a place for it. Um, I never want to get rid of it. I have no reason for it. We've got it just sitting right. in this thing covered in dust. It hasn't yeah. started in, you know, seven or eight years. It's amazing you still have it. I won't get rid of it. Yeah. yeah I like, I won't. I'm just too attached. I mean, I drove it. I got it when I was 16 and I never, I drove it, I mean, all the way to, I didn't really, until about 21, 22 yeah. is whenever I had to get, that started having problems with the car and I put it in storage and then got just my uh, daily driver whenever I, uh, that Infinity I was telling you about mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I drove that till. You know, 2009 or 10 when I got the yeah, first yeah. M6. So I had that car most of my life. Yeah, very that long yeah. time. So it would be to redo that, um, get that up. And then there's always just goals to like keep pushing forward on like, you know, the uh, the, the type of car that you, you have. So like, I mean, at some point I'd want to get rid of the M6 and get a different daily driver, you know, sure. maybe an S-Class. The ultimate would be a... Uh, would be a wraith that would be the, the my that would yeah. be yeah. The, the just for a daily driver because i like the two-door i like it a little bit sporty but it's like you know it's ultra lux it's a roll it's, it's, it's yeah. crazy in nichols hills i would see when he used to yeah. work down here and well, that's the, the guy who owns clearwater across the street right yes it, it is. is yeah, yeah. It is yeah. That guy. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah right there <laughs> yeah yeah that would be for me the ultimate daily um but that's down the road but for now i mean i'm i'm good it's kind of i feel weird because i feel like after you talk with everybody who's driven or has owned a 720s it's there's unless you're back to them yeah unless you're going to go to like a you know a p1 or you know some you know a 918 spider or la ferrari or something that's like a chiron like you know two three million dollar car uh you've kind of like leaped all those like and i was telling people i feel i don't feel bad but it's like there's where do you go from here you just gotta wait for technology to catch up but for if you're gonna have like unless if you're looking for performance like there's not much on top of it i mean you can tune it and both exhaust and it's just like it's about as dumb as it can get yeah i saw one in yeah i saw one in la yesterday it was a green one it was on rbd Mm -hmm. la's youtube channel or whatever and it was like pushing 900 horsepower Mm -hmm. well there's a bunch of them (laughs) that way calvo uh, down in austin's coming out with a 1600 package for it soon oh Real my soon. gosh yeah he's been building motors and 
full time. I didn't for the seven twenty. Yeah, for the I had no idea. That's I think kind of like they do the Viper. It'll be like that. Like full. I was waiting control. for someone to do that. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Um, but that's the thing with that car is it's like, have you gotten used to the speed yet? Because um, it's as fast as it comes, and I don't know how quick you get bored with it. But no, it's I'm I rarely am like all the way in it because yeah. it is it just sucks up so much road. You, you run out. Of, that's what I was having this conversation. But all last week I was like, these cars are so fast that you it's almost not fun because you run out of real estate that quick. Yeah, like you have to be really responsible about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, if you're gonna be all the way in it, I mean it's. You got to have a nice, smooth piece of road, and uh, it gobbles that. It, you just look down 130, 140, 150, yeah. and it just comes and goes and goes and goes. And it's yeah. like, you got to be careful. But uh, it's regardless of that, at like three quarter throttle, you're just kind of zipping around. I mean, it gives yeah. you another, just, you know, sucks you back. You yeah. hear the turbos and all the, the noises that it makes. And that's what it's about for me. I don't yeah. have to, you know. I think they're the most amazing looking one. I still can't get past it. I mean, when you just had it lowered too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It looks so good. Yeah. I like always like to have a nice yeah. like clean look with the blacked out all the badges on the side, you know, fresh tint all over the mm-hmm. car, and then uh, lowered it, and it's good. Wheels coming soon. Yeah, um, what was he going with? I'm gonna get the. I've already picked them out. They're uh, Anarchy makes them. It's the I think it's the AN10 um, is the design with the 21 on the back, 20 on the front, um, and I'm gonna do a brush. It'll be a, a brushed bronze. Nice and with the. Uh, with the uh, what do you call it? the orange and it mm-hmm. should be a really good contrasting color so whoa you went aggressive yeah I'm nervous now oh it'll be crazy mm-hmm. it'll be crazy it's a huh. real big five spoke design that's like it's just it's uh it's pretty aggressive it'll be cool yeah, uh, I like that. but that'll be uh, hopefully before christmas is the plan again that's another like mm-hmm. you know goal that yeah. like, you gotta yeah, that's probably not a cheap set of wheels no if you ever end up in the wheel situation let me know yeah get a wheel thing absolutely <laughs> I, no, that's there you go whatever you want um so your eyes lit up in a real weird way, and I don't think we can move on from that. When I mentioned that sixteen hundred thing, you were like, "Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. so that's crazy." Would you? Yeah, no, it would be so. In a perfect world, if you're kind of like getting your dream lineup, mm-hmm. you know, you've got like an awesome daily driver. You know, the, well, this is a great segue. Go ahead and give us your list because we always cover that. Yeah. Okay, we're gotcha. Like, what's your five car? Yeah, so yeah. like one of them's got to be. So you have your your like your daily driver. That would be. Um, I think there'd be kind of two, two forms of daily drivers. One would be an SUV for yeah. if you're ever like pulling a boat or doing something that so like that you need to have like yeah, yeah. All, all wheel drive something that can go yeah. off road. Then a, I like a sedan, and I was like, or like a coupe. I like a two door, like like not necessarily a sports car, like an M6 or like the Wraith yeah. or something like that, that like it's one person's not seats. made for a bunch yeah. of people. It's like made for me, one passenger. I like that. I like the, uh, the Trans Am because it has like the, you know, it's the history, old car, restore, restore that. so much it means to you. Yeah. 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 And then you've got your, um, kind of your hypercar, you know, your 720S that can really kind of do it all. Um, and then there's always a spot for like your insane race car, like the one that can just go out and put, you know, 16, 17, 2000 horsepower yeah. down. It's like the game over a car because mm-hmm. there's always that next level. So I, small, I was like, yeah. OK, somebody's going to do that. And, yeah. you know, that would be like the fun car that you bring out every once in a while, yeah. throw some race gas in it and just. What's know, crazy is guys are getting it. these because they're so such usable, usable packages. They're reliable. The traction control is awesome. Is they're driving, they're putting crazy amounts of miles on these builds. These yeah. like two thousand horsepower builds now. It's amazing yeah. where it's all where the world's come. Yeah. So that's the, I think that would be like the ultimate setup. That would be everything. But when you said the sixteen hundred, I was like that fits in line with kind of like this like yeah. because if it wasn't that in my mind, it would be a uh, it would be an underground Huracan. 
uh, you know, like a stage three or a, you know, X one package, something mm-hmm. that's putting some, you know, 13, 14, 1500 wheel horsepower down. Yeah. And that would be like, you know, just something that can hopefully be somewhat reliable and yeah. be able to you know, drive it whenever you want without having a bunch of stuff. I don't want stuff that's going to start breaking yeah. and having it in a shop that ruins the fun for it. Yeah. For well, me. Amir had got a 720 down in Dallas. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He got 720, modded it. It was around 850, 900. And then was like, ah, I don't know, you know, couldn't go any faster with the platform. So then he bought Andy's Huracan, the UGR car. Yeah. Already is up for sale and already trying to get into a 720 because I think he's going for that 1600 package. Yeah, so, yeah, I would because yeah, he's going so he's going right back and I think the third person that's gone right back to a 720 after going into something else, having one, going into something else and then coming back to him. I'm curious what the race is going to be like for all of these aftermarket companies because if Calvo's doing it, I would figure there'd be some other people who are right on their heels if not already out. Um, other build shops that are, you know, help develop this stuff. I wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe. Usually you get, a, you know, you'll have like Dallas performance, you'll have underground racing, you'll have uh, Hennessy will come out with a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and then you'll have Calvo and like all these little, you know, these big shops that'll yeah. have these packages that they kind of develop. Uh, well, usually none of Hennessy's packages are actually real. So that's, okay. I see. Uh, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know. So, uh, I don't know. I, I would, I wouldn't sleep on Calvo there. I'm kind of surprised at what they've done with the Viper platform. Yeah. Honestly, because it was them and Intimoto, which you would think there'd be a lot more people out for the gen five platform. Right. But I don't know. They're, they seem to be killing the game. So I'm excited to see what they have with the McLaren. There are, I think probably 15 shops that are doing tune exhaust. Right. All that kind of thing. Free yeah. flowing exhaust. Mm. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it'd be it'd be neat to see. Yeah. I don't. They may be one of the first to it because I know they've been trying to make like crazy power for a couple of years already. So I wonder what kind of fuel they're going to take. That'll be the big kicker. If it's something that's like you know exotic, that's hard to get a hold of. That's you know you got to have your that would probably yeah probably you is, can get it all shipped yeah. to your house now though. You yeah, you nice could. Home. Yeah, you can. There's always yeah. a way. And yeah, no one, no one can know. Why you get shipped to the house, roll it in. No one's going to know, right? Yeah. You put yeah. it in. You're like. Brett just showed up in a rocket ship today. This wasn't that fast yesterday. Yeah. What's he done? Yeah. No, those would be, yeah, but I'd be curious. I want to, I, now that you said, it, I'm going to look into this thing. I was yeah. curious what it is, but that would be like a whole separate thing, you know, like, cause I want to daily that car. I don't want to, yeah, that would be, I mean, a, that'll probably be a $200,000. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Situation. It'd be, yeah, yeah. It'd be something that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Take it on the track. Yeah. Half Why? Mile. I want, I, you know, you said that this goes a bit a two year goal for you getting this, 720s so i mean i think who who whose 720s was the first one that you went in and you're like i have to get me one of these well when uh it was probably when i gotten reses for the okay. first time yeah we had breakfast one day and i got it he took me for a ride and i'm like done like we i've, I've always i've been in the car twice before i ever yeah like two years ago and then i was like i'm done not chasing changing. it yeah then, yeah yeah it's over that's it yeah. And uh, I never rode one in before. Then I got that one sight unseen um, online and um, had it shipped here. And I was, yeah. all right, I'm in it. Like, I don't know what I'm really jumping into. I watched mm. every YouTube video online yeah. that's ever been made about the 720S. Yeah. yeah. And I know everything about the car before I even got it. So It's crazy how buying has now changed, isn't it? Like if you just said to you, you know, when you bought the Lambo or you bought the M6, hey, in a a few years or five, six years down the line, you're going to buy a McLaren for this much money, Mm -hmm. sight unseen off the internet. You'd probably feel like you're out of your mind. Yeah. I would always have someone put some eyes on it. My biggest thing with these cars is the the condition of the paint and how well it's been taken care of because that's very hard to... Yeah, to fix. fix yeah mm-hmm. especially if there's some pretty big chunk you know rock chips and stuff on it 
Um, so I always have someone go out, do a, a pre-purchase inspection on all of them, um, get those reports back. And then I got lucky on this last one. The, the finance company that I used was right down the street from the dealership. And so my guy that's, you know, has nothing to do with the dealership went down there and, yeah. you know, FaceTimed it with me, walked around the car, nice. looked at it, you know, really made me feel comfortable. So I didn't have to fly out there. And that was, that was the extent of it. Yeah. How many miles do it have on it? 4,300. Oh, it's just not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. like... Not a I huge wanted, amount, but in that, I wanted something that was going to do, that we had already had yeah, a significant amount of depreciation because I know the amount of miles I'm going to put on it. That I, mm. you know, every car I've ever bought, the both M6s and my Giardo, I all like I got them at really good deals where I ended up selling it for almost what I got it for, mm. maybe like five or six grand less. But the Lamborghini I sold for what for what I got it for, and I put thirty thousand miles on it. That's yeah, good. yeah. So like I bought these cars at really good date. And you uh, did take care of them too. I mean, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. They get washed every single Friday. I got a guy comes over, details it, and um, yeah, I keep a detailing kit in the car. I just like to, I like to take care of the paint. I like to make take care of the car because you put a lot yeah. of miles on it, it will destroy your paint. Yeah. It yeah. just happens on the highway and on the dust and Oklahoma roads. Like you got to have you know the 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 um, the paint protection on the front, the clear film. You have a clear film the on whole it. car. Yeah. yeah. The whole car and ceramic coated on top of that. And mm. it's just, it's like this shield. It just keeps it peace of mind. I can go drive it. And I don't have to worry whenever I hear like dust and little sand mm. and stuff hit the front. And it's like, Oh, these are just bouncing right off. Yeah. No big deal. So yeah, the yeah. car's got like this invisible layer of protection all over it, which is from yeah. here moving forward. It's like, it's a game changer. I want to go on every car. Yeah. Just peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. I tell the story. We were uh, out on a cruise a few months ago and Mike was in my truck and, you know, my truck makes I don't know, a little over 600 wheel. You know, we're jacking around with like Jake and his M5, and then Andy and Reza are in front of us, and they take off. And oh, and Chew was with us too, right? We were with uh, Chew and his Audi. Oh, it was not the yeah, RA. It was, it was yeah. the it was his yeah, like so we were, six we're, or something. We're full out racing, you know, going for it. And then we, I just happened to kind of look up, and Reza and Andy are a half a mile ahead of us, and I think they started like 50 yards ahead of us. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think I got to it two gears. I was like, those cars are beyond wicked fast. Well, Reza has a mild tune on it, right? Yeah, yeah, his, yeah, he's got yeah. no protect yeah. tune on. Yeah. 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 Is that coming for you too? No, if I did anything, because I for the longest time I wanted to do the goal was to like downpipes and you know just straight exhaust and a tune. Shoot and flames. Do, yeah, and, yeah, do the whole nine hundred horsepower thing. And the more I've kind of like looked into it, you've got to take the whole half back half of the car apart. That's everything. Yeah. That's all of them though. You gotta really you gotta tear all the quarter panels off, yeah. the whole back, the whole bumper. Uh, and then what you're getting is like some awesome power, but what it, it kills it for me is that I got to drive my wife around this car all the time. And there's no way that she, she hated the Lamborghini. She liked it, but she hated being in it because it was deafening. And so I was like, that would really kill it. And I drive like I'm driving like grandma when she's in the car, which is like half the time. So I need something with that car, the way it's set up right now, it still has the sport exhaust on it, which is pretty much just cats and then straight pipes out the back. And it gets loud enough for me that I don't see myself putting exhaust on it. I would like to do it, but it would have to be, it wouldn't be the daily driver that it is now. I wouldn't be driving it like this. That would just be too obnoxious for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anything, it would just be a tune. Uh, DME makes a stage one tune. It picks up like 160 horsepower, Mm -hmm. like off that. The stage two is like 250 something horsepower with the downpipe. So it's it's insane. So like even their stage one would take, would take it to another level. I mean, my M6 had a, a, uh, tune put on it and it picked up a hundred uh, rear wheel horsepower uh, just turbos from those are amazing yeah, yeah from yeah. the turbo so like these cars are making a stage one would be, you don't have to change the cats on the stage yeah. one yeah. and so that's that would probably be the extent wheels and then maybe stage one I mean 
I don't know how you're going to, like, you got to still be able to put the power down, you know? So, yeah. We'll see. So to get this, did you get rid of your other M6? Because no. you've had two M6. You have the, yeah, still have. I, st- I had the latest one. So the first one yeah. was a 2008, the V10. I sold that when I got the Gallardo. Yeah. And then when I sold the Gallardo, I got the 2015 M6, the new, the twin turbo V8 one. Uh, and I still, that's still technically my daily driver which is slammed and murdered out looks, <laughs> yeah. looks like the batmobile I mean, yeah a lot of times an m6 goes a little understated and i'll see brett coming from a ways away you know and i'm like it's just, it's just got stance i mean you did it all yeah. right oh yeah it's, it's got i like that to have it set up and looking just right is very important to me because i'm looking at the car and i want to look at it and i yeah. want to be able to see it and i don't i want everything just just perfect and i find that like all the little things that you do they add up to a, a much bigger effect um when you when you create that whole package of yeah. just getting the car set up just the way you Firmly want it, really you know, right. just yeah. like getting the tint the way you want it, blacking the little markers out, the little details, mm. getting that that stance just right where the wheel, you know, you shrink that gap, but it's not too much, not too little. All those little things I look at, and yeah. I think it's uh, it's fun because it's it makes personalized. It's yours. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. I created this. This little combination of little things that I've done. Uh, make it awesome and that car has an insane stereo in it that has like a full like competition stereo in it i went nuts on that one i didn't know when you said earlier you went like i didn't know you could compete at stereo competitions really? yeah. and have decibel yeah. i didn't know yeah. that. they have at the highest level i mean they have to have bulletproof glass yeah. on the vehicle because there's so much sound pressure that a yeah. normal windshield would just bust the glass it would shoot it 20 feet out in front of you and hurt someone so when you watch that stuff in slow-mo you literally watch just yeah. the panels deforming yeah. it'll be it'll warp you know inch thick half inch thick yeah. uh you know bulletproof like Jeez. glass that's like drilled in with i mean it's like yeah it's, it's hard enough for like they can't actually be in the car they have to have right outside, outside the car and seal it because yeah. it would give you it'd like give you a heart attack or yeah. like it would it would hurt you yeah. like you wouldn't be able to it, that's some of those damaging things like, there are it's like semi-survivable ways. some people wouldn't survive the pressure of that Jeez. so that's where like car yeah. audio is i used but, to go up to big d's in norman when i was in high school and the guy that i don't think it was the guy that owned it but the guy did most of the install stuff. He had a uh, a single cab truck, and he had the entire bed was two huge Solarberg 15s, and the entire oh. bed was a box, and it yeah. was this ported box that did all kind of. Yeah. I remember sitting in it, and he had it. You know, the volume is low, like super low. And I just remember this weird feeling inside. I was like, I think I have to go to the bathroom. It was like this is it really uncomfortable. That's yeah. another really cool thing I love. It's because uh, it was just when you're a kid, it's like all right, you get the stare, and you can like feel the music, yeah. and then you you get to this level, and it's like the technology in that world is it's 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 insane uh how the the technology and it's a lot more affordable now than it was back in the day all that equipment was super expensive and now you can get a really really powerful clean sounding system for not a lot of money yeah, so I've got uh, a kicker dealership, and so I put just swap the speakers and everything. You know, kickers, you know, good. So oh yeah, it's not super oh, yeah. hot, man. I, yeah. They make some stuff that pounds for sure. Yeah, it's but, fun. Yeah, um, we could we could talk cars forever, but I think you know you bring a lot more to you know we were talking about just overall success and we we hit on it in the uh, you know kind of within the podcast. But what do you have to kind of pass along you know from the car side like you know your your top bits of advice because we we seem to take a lot of we've talked to a lot of successful people mm-hmm. in, in one way or another and so there are a lot of patterns there's a lot of similarities but they're always this you know usually somebody's perspective is a little bit different so yeah um you know someone getting into the the car industry and they have like these dreams and aspirations that it's something that they want to uh explore or or have a goal of getting something it's the it's the 
whatever you're doing, create a plan around it and figure out like people stop because of what they don't know. And so when you educate yourself on like what possibilities are out there, it opens up this world that I didn't know. That's what it did for me. I just Mm kind of had to look around and uh, surrounding yourself with people that you want to be like is also super important. And then, you know, whenever you set these goals is just not giving up, you know, that car I got was a two year goal and I wanted it in one year and I just didn't give up. And so Mm -hmm. being able to wake up and having a clear, um, it's important to have that consistency where you wake up every morning and you can like keep your eye on the prize. Like you, people get defeated when they wake up and it's, they forget why they're working for what they're working for and what the goal is. And it's like, that's a big key for me is I have to wake up and I have to get my mind right and adjusted every single morning to motivate myself. Like, why am I getting up? Why am I going to work and like do this? Uh, what's the payoff going to be? And I have to like have that conversation with myself. And I used to not do that. And it was just, you know, go to work, try your best. But it's these, these cars, if you, position them right in your life, they can become tools that help you achieve goals and, and, uh, take you, uh, develop yourself to be a different person as a side effect of this car being your goal. And so yeah. that's, for me, it's like this big game now. It's like, okay, who do I need to be to get a Ferrari La Ferrari? Like that's a, we, yeah. that's a powerful question to ask yourself. Like, who do I need to be to, to get a 720s. Mm. Well, I wasn't that person two years ago. Mm. And so I had to change and be that person and create that, that opening for that to happen. And so that's the, once you get like that game in your head, and if you subscribe to that kind of like mentality and just turn it into a game and challenge yourself, it's like, it keeps, it, it keeps it light. It keeps it easy. And it keeps you unmotivated on like picking up something that when you get there, it's going to be extremely rewarding and fulfilling. And you can see it every day. It's like this reward, this gift that like keeps giving, it doesn't get old and then you can keep playing with it and modifying it and just keeps getting better. It's just like this thing that you get. And so for me, that's been the effect that it has. It's, it's a tool, it's a measurement of kind of where I'm at and to know that I am developing myself. It's just a, it's a marker. I can go out in my garage and look at it by myself and say, I remember what I had to do to get that. And I, mm-hmm. it just makes you appreciate it that much more. So that's why I'd tell anybody who's getting into the car world is like, if you're wanting to get into it, you got to you know, believe in yourself first and then take the necessary actions, educate yourself on what it takes to get it, put a goal in place, break it down. You know, uh, one of the big things is like, how do you eat an elephant? You know, people freak mm-hmm. out. It's like one bite at a time. You just got to start somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. the hardest thing is like that first step forward is just educating yourself. And it's the hardest. It's the scariest. And so I would say, take that first step, go down to a dealership and just poke your nose in and mm-hmm. say, Hey, Hey, finance guy, what do I got to do to get this? Like, what does it look like? Where am I at now? Where do I need to be? And then go plug, you know, connect the dots. Who do I need to be to make that mm-hmm. down payment? Who do I need to be to get that monthly income where I need my credit, where it needs to be? And you just mm-hmm. make it a game and you just like keep putting these things in front of you and you just keep chasing them. And like, you're just going to keep bettering yourself and developing yourself as a side effect of, you know, running after this goal. Mm-hmm. So I just make it a big game in my head for me and yeah. just kind of just play with it. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you start from. Yeah. And as long as you keep going, you're going to end up in a better place every time where you started. So yeah, absolutely. That's kind of what you told us. And it doesn't have to be cars, right? It could be anything. Just use that I, platform to do what it, you know. It's just, yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people, like our brains are extremely complicated. I got to dumb it down and just put something like, I basically have to trick my brain. It's like, yeah. okay, what do you want? Figure it yeah. out. It's easy to overthink. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't overthink it. What yeah. do you want? And then what do you got to do to go get it? What do you really want? What yeah. would be, what would make you, uh, 
what would be fulfilling if you were able to go accomplish this goal? What would feel good? F- figure out what that is mm-hmm. and then just work backwards. Okay, now I know where the end goal is and now where am I at? And then let's start taking baby steps because it's a big goal and it seems like it's impossible and it's so far away. It's that whole elephant thing. You just chunk it down. What's the first thing I need to do to lead to the next step, to the next step, to the mm-hmm. next step? And before you know it, you'll look back and a month will go by and you're like, wow, I had a lot of growth in one month. What's yeah. two months look like? What's two years look like when you just every day you remind yourself a little bit better a little yeah. bit better a little bit more so is la ferrari the next goal then no i just bring it up because it's like what's at the top you yeah. know i think it would be cool to have like a uh i think it's sure like the sharon i love like the super sport yeah. it's like yeah. insane i think that would be a pretty cool bucket list car at some point you know yeah. to be able to get something like that but you know who knows there's yeah. a guy back home in wales who has one he owns a huge dealership back home and I don't think it passes the UK emissions test. Yep. So he just drives it around with dealer tags on the whole time. There you go. <laughs> it's like, it's just because you can't like, because wow. you yeah. can't register it. But it's like, um, it's like that light blue with the dark blue. Oh, it's just a bit, one of the best looking cars in the world. Yep. Um, we're getting on a bit for time, but I want to, do you have anything else? I got yeah. a few little questions to finish with. Um, Gumball got canceled this year. I'm a huge road trip fan. Just any, you know, there's a lot of guys doing awesome road trips. There was um, Team Galag, people I follow on YouTube did an ice road trip. They've been doing that the last couple of years. And, and just, you know, you mentioned going to Austin with just a group of guys. It was awesome. Any plans for, or would you like to do a Gumball style or something just to, you know, a week on the road with a bunch of mates and go anywhere? If, you know, is that something that's, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would just say, like, someone plan it, point me in the right direction, tell me where we're going to go, where we're staying, what yeah. the plan is. I'm all about it for sure. Absolutely. Uh, my wife likes to take pictures, and so it's an excuse for we go drive around all over Oklahoma, like like out like little small towns and stuff, mm. and we get to take this car, and like people get to see it and have a good time. And so um, I'm always doing like little mini road trips for like a whole day, you know, yeah. with her and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, if we went to something like that, the Formula One was awesome when mm-hmm. we went down to that. That was really a lot of fun. But any type of those real fun car events, I'd like to do like some half mile stuff like at the airstrip where they do yeah, like half mile, full mile. I think it'd be fun. I've never been. It's a lot of fun. I want to go yeah. to like that environment. I think it'd be fun to have a bunch of guys go down there. and, and uh, Texas, right? You've been to that, have you? Yeah, I've been to the, Texas ones. To the variety of ones I ran in the uh, Slow Kid class. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. I just want to go out there and just get on that airstrip and. Oh, and just blast it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like it's a video good. game. You're like, yeah. hey, and I just get to keep doing it. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, is there a car that you haven't driven yet that you really want to? That's oh, on the gosh. list. Yes. Yeah. So I'm one that, because I like a bunch of different cars. I really like the uh, the Pista. I like, really? I, yeah. I think like a, a super aggressively like a black lowered crazy wheels, tires, mm-hmm. full exhaust like Pista. I think those are like sick. You seen that like, green one? No, have you seen the orange, the black with orange stripe on that's in town? That uh-huh. is a piece. Yeah, something like yeah. that. There's I a black, matte black with or two orange stripes yeah. down the middle. I think that it's one of the dealership owners yeah. has it. I think those cars look good when they're when they're set up right and you you know have all the carbon pieces and it's just you can make them look really really wicked. I love those cars. Seven twenty is faster. Yeah, seven points yeah. faster. I was like from a look, you know, yeah. I, any of the, the, the Chiron would be kind of like a super big one. Anything that Pagani makes would be, yeah. you know, yeah. awesome. Uh, of course, like Koenigsegg, any of yeah. those would yeah. just be like, that's I just want to dream cars. Yeah, just, I mean, that, that seems like it's just so. Uh, I just want that Ghost Squadron thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. So <laughs> I just, I want to feel like the, yeah, the, the mechanics, what. 
I, want, I like to understand the vehicle. So that would be one. Like I'd want to go sure. meet and like have them walk around it for an hour before yeah. we drive it. And like, yeah. what's this? What's this? What's that? And like understand it and then get in it and just, yeah, I think that would be awesome. I wouldn't even yeah. care if I drove it. I just want to ride in it. So yeah. one thing we haven't mentioned is electric. Yeah. Yeah. What's your thoughts on mm-hmm. that? Well, uh, I mean, I know obviously Reza's got his Taycan and. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, it's there and it's going to happen. It's like it, at first it was like super resistant. You know, mm-hmm. like five, six years ago when it first came out, and it was like this, like now nah, it's is not dumb. Thing. But you yeah. see, like you see the progression of it, and you mm-hmm. see its capabilities. I mean, it's, I, uh, I, I hope, I think it's going to really, um, it has the potential to take a lot of the user and like in like racing, so like drag racing, mm-hmm. and you can really level the playing field when you have computers and these things that can like if it's not d- leveling the playing field, it's <laughs> cheating, it's cheating, it's cheating. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's, I think it, yeah. if all of the. Um, no, if, if it's all electric, yeah, people, yeah, it's yeah. like if it's yeah. all if it if it gets to where like drag racing is all electric yeah. and it, you have all these like it's just going to stay the gas. And yeah. it, it comes to tires. You're going to have that's a sensor it, right? that's going to predict the light, and yeah. it's just you're going to sit there and it's just going to go. Yeah. And I just hope that that doesn't take that away from it, where it's just yeah. like it kills a sport because it's just. But they're faster. But yeah. it's it's all just there's no. But there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it. Yeah. But I appreciate the. Uh, I think the the performance side of it, like the capabilities, are going to be insane mm-hmm. the, the whole you know the you just all your power it's going to be a you know a, a it's war. making you sick yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a war yeah. on traction and like yeah. getting your weight as low as you can and getting yeah. that power down to like some you know future tire that's going to grip better it's you know it's going to come who, down to who knows that what's like coming, right? how because they're going to they're basically the powertrain is like completely opened up now with those yeah. with that with electric it's just you can build whatever power you need. Yeah. Like, and it's the question is like, how do we get it down? Yeah. Just like so, lighter, more compact, more. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So I think that's a whole nother race. Like that's a whole nother battle that all these dealerships are going to have in the next 10 or 15 years. And like, I'd be curious to see what, where that, where's the top of that mountain is because it's going to leave the gas stuff behind is oh, my, yeah. I don't think it can catch up. Yeah. Um, you know, especially for like quarter mile, zero to 60, like mm-hmm. all of those things. I don't know how they, how well, they will be for top speed. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I haven't seen like top speed stuff do very well in the yeah. electric world, but I, I'm not it's close to it. Issue. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'd, I'd be curious to see if it just wipes out like yeah. all records ever made top speed, quarter mile cornering, you well, know, like that, 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 what's yeah. it called? You, they made a, a GM, Volks, what is it I don't called? know what it's called, but they made a IDR. That's yeah, right. Yeah. It's like an LMP yeah. prototype yeah. style car. That's the Pike speed car. It, it broke everything. Yeah, yeah, I saw it because I actually watched a couple days ago because it was on Chris track when video. They, they pull a, they, he races a 720 in it, yeah. doesn't he? And yeah, like yeah, destroys yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Was like, and his thing? face is like, as he's going around the corner, like the G-forces <laughs> are like draining uh, his face. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. And he also said it's built to just have 12 miles of range because that's as long as Pike's yeah, Peak you're just, is. Yeah, you're just like, dumping all the energy. Yeah. yeah, That would be another thing is uh, the how fast... How much, how long, I remember when we were kids, you get those like remote control R, like RC cars yeah, and you have yeah. the battery charger and it'll go 10 minutes yeah, at full yeah. throttle and you got to go on like Christmas day and you got to go charge it yep. and you're sitting by the charger all day. I, I, yeah. It can't be that. And then you break it the second day. Yeah. 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 Jump yeah. in. Just yeah. Yeah. Road rash the whole thing. And uh, I just hope it's not that. That yeah. it's like, oh, it's really fast, but it's got to sit on a charger for, you mm-hmm. know, an hour to get 
you know, a quarter, yeah. one pass down the quarter mile down because yeah. it's going to blow the battery up. There's such a war on cars, especially when you get into the big urban areas because they take up so much space, parking lots to the cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get the whole thing that's just kind of a dinosaur deal. It's a waste of space in some areas, but um, I kind of wonder how it'll go through because I don't see just a whole fleet of electric cars because there's a huge infrastructure that's needed for that, just like with the gas station. So yeah. it kind of seems like it may be more of a blend, but I almost mm-hmm. feel like the car in total and transportation will change before... Yeah. Electric takes over. You sure, know, China's yeah. going heavy yeah. into, uh, and Japan's going heavy into uh, hydro now. Mm-hmm. So who knows where that comes back? Yeah. Up. Anyway. Um, last one. Do you have any itches that you just have the urge to scratch? Whether it's like for you know, for me to give you an example, it's like I want an old like Mark One, Mark Two Escort rally car for some yeah, reason. It's gonna be the most unreliable, useless thing ever. But like, Goofy just to rip cars. around in it with a sequential gearbox would be sick. Yeah. Is there anything that's just totally off the wall that you want to scratch? Yeah, there's, and I don't have the specific car picked out. I think it would be, I love the, I didn't know, wasn't aware of until recently, the really high-end shop that shops that do like resto mods yeah. on like mm-hmm. old cars and they put like, is it the Ring, the Ring, the Ring Brothers? Is it one of the big ones? Mm-hmm. And, and they yeah. just go all out. It's the top of the line, everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they've got hundreds of hours in the mm-hmm. body work and yeah. stretching it and pulling it. And they've made some, I, I'm horrible with those old cars, but any of like the old uh, Trans Ams, mm-hmm. Corvettes, um, you know, the um, Corvettes. The Novas and Chevelle. The Novas and Chevelle. Chargers, I know I like the old school, the old school like 60s Vets that they do. Um but something like that sure. would be awesome. That would just be like, but it would have to be immaculate. It would have to be turnkey done. I don't want, yeah. when I have to start maintenancing it and worrying about it, it's yeah. not fun. It's not yeah. fun for me. A fully built car that just has an old body. It looks like it has an old body. Right. Old style. With all the nice yeah. interior stuff, yeah. uh, stereo system and all the creature comforts, mm-hmm. uh, that would be uh, kind of at the back of the list. That would just be like, you know what, what would be awesome? It'd yeah. be something yeah. like that. That would just be basically a show car you see a lot yeah. of retirement bills so, and i wonder if a lot of people get to that point yeah. like yeah i bought all this other new stuff and i've had 15 vets and yeah i mean this also has a reason to put like 200 grand in like an old car like right. yeah you kind of there was a guy there was a beautiful one at cars and coffee yesterday and the guy was really struggling with the clutch i mean i smelled the clutch yeah. before you know, saw the car but just trying to put around the camaro yeah the camaro. Yeah. yeah and then that bullet that was parked across the street from your mclaren yesterday did you see that Mm-mm. there was Mm-mm. a bullet like replica basically across the street the mustang yeah. Jeez. Um, looked sick. And the tag said bullet as well. Ah, cool. Great effort to that. But I think um, yeah, I think we'll finish with that, mate. Appreciate, appreciate your time. It's Absolutely. been awesome. Thanks, Thanks for sharing some stories. Uh, for everyone listening, where can they like follow you and see all your car stuff? Not oh, that you post gosh, much, but it would, uh, man, you can check my social media out. I'm rarely on there, but <laughs> if you just look me up, Brett Boone, I'm on, uh, uh, Instagram and, uh, Facebook, but, um, most of the time, you probably see me on the uh, the car spotting. That's where you're. Yeah, OKC okay, so car spotting pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too busy awesome. driving around working. To yeah, exactly. Uh, awesome. Well, again, appreciate your time, Heath. Thanks for finally jumping on, yep. and it's good to get together again and, and talk basically cars with with some people. So, thanks for listening, guys. We will talk to you, I guess, next week. Yep. Cheers.